Hey guys, welcome back to Ask Told by Moms. We are so excited to welcome you back to season three. I don't know what episode we're on. I completely forgot to check my notes. So here we are back again. Lore, how goes it? How you doing? It's going good. Did everybody enjoy our fake website? Bro, literally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. That was so tragic. That was wow. really tragic. <laughs> Embarrassing. It's fine. It's fine. Um, how was your week? How's your week going so far? How was your weekend since we last spoke? Um, to be honest, I kind of blacked it out. I don't even remember what I did. Okay, awesome. Did I love do? that for you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what did you guys do this I, weekend? You watched the I, Miami game. You hung out with your friends. Um, you went to Iglesia. Oh, um... Oh yeah, Juan, uh, Juan golfed on Saturday. So mm-hmm. woke up. I watched two movies in bed. Oh, love that. Uh, I watched You Got Served and The Blind Side. We love to see it. Best and movie, then, hands down, The Blind Side. 100%. And then um, I got up. I went to the gym. Had mm-hmm. a little workout. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, we went to have lunch. Do you want to share then- your experience at the gym? Oh, I was like, what was my experience at the gym? I forgot about that. Do you want to um, share sure. that? You don't have to, but if you want to, you can. I mean, you're calling me out on the pod. I'm no, no, no. Well, right? No, but you can be like, no, I don't want to. It's personal. Like, stop yeah. trying to put me on blast. Guys, she's literally gaslighting me. Oh, my God. Shut up. I hate that term. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> um. So at the gym on Saturday... I went and I always start in the sauna right before I do my actual workout. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the sauna and I typically just like put my headphones on and watch TikTok while I'm in there mm-hmm. sweating my butt off. Um, <laughs> so then a girl walked in and she was wearing like this like really nice hoodie. And so on the front, it said, Jesus loves you. And then on the back of the hoodie, it says, look to the front for a message. Cute. Very cute. So she was, I think she had just finished her workout and I was like, Hey, I really like, uh, I really like your hoodie. And she was like, Oh, thanks so much. And then she would like put her headphones back on. I put mine back on. That was it. And then like a couple minutes later, she took her headphones off and she was like, what's your name? And I was like, Oh, my name is Lauren. And then she told me her name. I literally forgot. And um, she was like, Hey, do you mind if I, if I pray for you, God is just like really calling me to pray for you. And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, so has she that legit- ever happened to you before where like just somebody that you don't know is like, can I pray for you? No. Okay. I mean, I guess like if it, like when we were kids, like we would go to different churches yeah. and do like altar calls and like stuff, outside but- of like a church setting. I mean, no, so crazy. No. Yeah. It was literally wild. Um, so then she was like, Hey, can I, can I pray for you? And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, so then she prays for me. She asked me if I had any, anything on my heart. And I said, no. So I just let her go off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she prayed for me. She prayed for my family. Um, she prayed for, you know, mom and dad and the desires of my heart, my finances, uh, for God to protect me. And then just like a reminder that, um, God loves me and I'm covered in the blood of Christ. And it was just a real, like a very surreal experience. Like I've never 
experienced that before. It was wild. Yeah. I I freaking love those moments, honestly. And it's so crazy because I feel like they don't happen a lot to me. The scary thing, I'm sure for her, is like being on the other side of it when you're sitting there because it's happened to me before where I'm like in a place or you know, in a situation. And I really feel like God is like telling me to either go up to somebody and like pray for them or, you know, just like speak life into them or something. And that is so scary because you're just like, God, like, why are you putting me on the spot right now? You know, it's just like, yeah, it's such a crazy experience. Um, But I'm glad she was like obedient in that moment and was just like, I'm however uncomfortable I feel or whatever, like I'm still going to do it. And I also think like she has to be pretty confident in herself and her relationship with the Lord to wear a hoodie like that because you know it's going to prompt like conversation and stuff. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. funny that you mentioned that because after she prayed for me, she asked me, she was like, oh, so like, how do you know God? And I was like, well, my dad was a pastor for, you Mm -hmm. know, basically my entire life. Um, I was brought up in church and I let her know like a little bit of my testimony. Like once my dad retired, like I really left church, wasn't seeking God. Um, And then, you know, it wasn't until like the last like few years that I started like proactively, like listening to the podcast, trying to get into my word, like Mm -hmm. not as serious as I am now. And she was telling me that her and her boyfriend have like within the last two years, just given their life to God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like you are a baby believer. Yeah. And here I am, you know, 20, 29 years. And it's just so crazy. Like I've never experienced that before. And she was just asking me, um, you know, like about my marriage and things like that. And I was just letting her know, like, you know, my husband is getting really involved in like the men's ministry at, at another church. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was like really intrigued about that. And, you know, we just had like a good conversation. We talked for about like 10 minutes in the sauna on top of the other 10 minutes that I was already in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that I forgot to mention to you is that somebody else was in the sauna. So no it wasn't way. just the two of us. Yes. There was another girl in the sauna, um, she had her headphones on, obviously, but it's not like this girl did this in private. Like yeah. it was public. There was another person in there. It was just so wild. That is wild. That's such a cool, such a cool story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I know that when it comes to like religious things and like just spiritual things and your walk and stuff like that, like all that stuff is super private. So thank you for sharing that. You didn't have to. I did want to ask you about it, but you didn't have to share it. But I do appreciate you sharing it. Um, I think she, coaxed, she coaxed me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really cool story. And um, yeah, just let that let that inspire you that if you feel the need to like speak with someone or you feel like God has put it on your heart to, you know, reach out to someone or pray for someone like do it in boldness and do it without yeah. fear. And um, and you don't know what the impact is going to have, you know, on someone. So I think that's really yeah. cool. Another thing that I forgot to mention to you also, not about this situation in particular, but on Sunday, you know, I had a, uh, I had a baby shower to go to and excuse me, I was trying to figure out like which service I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going to the 1130 service and, you know, as I'm waking up, I'm getting ready. Um, Juan's stepbrother um, decided that he was going to come to church with us too. Oh, no and way. So- yeah, so he came with us to the 1130, and it was very interesting because 
the pastor that preached obviously wasn't Pastor Furtick, it was mm-hmm. somebody else. And that Juan's stepbrother and I always talk about the Goofy movie and we always talk about Powerline mm-hmm. and we always talk about like that song and things like that. And that pastor referenced that in his message. Shut up. Yes, it was crazy. What the heck? I haven't watched Sunday yet, so oh, I'm behind it was on the experience. Oh, so good. Yeah, so who preaches so is actually Torin Wells, who is like a worship leader. He's opening his own church now, um, but he's a part of, I think, Lakewood Church um, or TD Jake's church. I think that's the same church, isn't it? No, one is. I'm not sure. No, TD Jake's is the Potter's House. Um, he's part of Lakewood, I think, which is Joel Osteen's church, I believe. I don't know. Um, anyway, but he's a worship leader. He's come to our church a lot, and he's super, super talented. Like, he's a super talented dude, and now he's opening his own church. Um, well, so, when, yeah. and when I saw him, or, like, when they mentioned that he was going to be preaching, I was like, wow, he is the perfect person for, you know, Juan and for Adrian, his stepbrother, to listen to because he can relate to them on such, like, a different level. Sure. And just for him to be there and listen to the message, the message was about – you know, like success and, you know, things like that and things that they want and Adrian are very into, mm-hmm. um, but also bringing it back to the reasons why, you know, they love, he loves the church and like culture and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy that he referenced the Goofy movie. And that's something that Adrian and I share. And I was like, wow, this is wild. That's so crazy. Did he like it? Did he, what did he say? Like after his whole experience? Well, it was crazy because he said that, you know, recently things have been going really good for him in his mm-hmm. life. And he was like, you know what? Like, I, I got to I got to go to church. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you can't just go to church when things get bad. You have to go, yeah. you know, in, in the midst of it all, even when it's good. Yeah. You know, and, and he was like, I got to I got I to gotta get there with you guys. So he came. Um, I reserved seats for them. Most stressful part of my entire day. And Wait, how did you reserve seats for them? You just like were holding them? Yeah, I just I just like held them and yeah. it was so so stressful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, he he was like, you know, I really enjoyed it. Uh he followed Torian right after this right after the service Yay. and like r- really liked his teachings and really liked the way that he explained things because he has a very interesting way of speaking. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just, you know, he really enjoyed it and I did too and I I told Juan before the preaching even started, I was like, I think you're really going to like him. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he was like, babe, he was so good. Like, yeah. wow, I really enjoyed him. And I was like, told you. Yeah. I think he, I don't think he's preached at our church a lot. I think this is probably like only his second time preaching there. Um, Cause he usually comes and like leads worship and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I need to go listen to it. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it and that it was good. It, it was really good. It's, it's definitely worth it for sure. Yay. Okay. Well, that's our little church recap, a little Jesus recap. (laughs) That was unplanned, but I love it. Um, You know, and I know like this podcast, we talk about so many different things and our faith is definitely something that's super important to us and something that we're always striving to better and to enhance and to, you know, um, just talk about. And it's not something that we're shy about either. You know, we love the Lord and um, yeah. Anytime that we can talk about his goodness to us and in our lives and ouch, I just hit my microphone. Um, we're happy to do that. So I love it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, of course. Cool. All well, right. Should should we dive in? Wait, can I give a recap of my weekend? 
Oh, oh, I forgot about you. Oh my God, literally not here. Okay, sure. Let's just jump okay, right let's, in. <laughs> let, let's start over. So, Stephanie, how was your weekend? Okay, not to make it about me, but my weekend was great. <laughs> just kidding. No, um, <laughs> it was really good. It was good. We were in New York for a few days to celebrate my mother-in-law's 60th birthday. Oh my God. The way this woman threw a bash for herself is just amazing. It was- We love to see it. Yes, we love to see it. She is, she's so funny. She hired like a party decorator. We had it at a hall that has like people to set up for you and all this stuff. She was still there, like telling them like what to do, setting up with them. And we're like, you need to go, like go home, get dressed. This is what you paid for. This is why you hired people. And once we got there, I was like, okay, you're good. Like I'll take over from here. You go, you get dressed. Um, it was really great. It was a great time. It was good to celebrate her. She's an awesome mother-in-law. I don't have any complaints about her. I love her to death. And it was just great to be there with her to celebrate her turning 60. It was on her actual 60th birthday, so that was cool. Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, June 9th was her birthday. So, um, yeah, and then we traveled back, which was so hard because our flight was at 5.55 in the morning, so we have to be up at 3 a.m., and Nerf. we tried to spend as much time as we could with our niece and nephew before we left. So we were with them till almost midnight. And so we were just out here riding the struggle bus the whole day of travel. And yeah, it was great. But it was well worth the time. We honestly had the best time with our niece and nephew. And so it was really cool um, to just be able to have that family time. Um, For those of you that don't know, Stephanie and I, we actually have... Um, our mother-in-laws have the same name, which is like very weird. Maria. Maria. Yeah, so... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. not the singing. <laughs> I just Let love that song. They had that song in one of her videos. Uh, they did like a little video montage for her. And it was so, so cute because it was like all the pictures of her with her grandkids. And then at the end was Daniel's brother, who is actually in Kuwait right now. He's in the military. And he mm -hmm. sent in a video, like, wishing her happy birthday as, like, a surprise. And the way this lady Aww. started bawling was so sweet. Um, yeah, it was really sweet. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was it was, it was was really good. It was a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, we haven't been to New York in a while. We saw our kids have, right now, three great-grandmothers. So we were able oh to God. see all three of them. Yeah, one of them is, like... No way. Mm -hmm. One of them I didn't know this. is, like, 80... Three. So Daniel's grandma's 83. Daniel's grandma on his other side is 90. And then Oof. we saw our grandmother who's 91? Two. 92. So they she saw just three. 92. Yeah, they saw three of their great grandmothers, which is kind of oh crazy. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Yeah, I was like, man, you guys are so blessed. You have great grandmothers. That's so cool. Yeah, it, it's nice that, that the kids get to, get to see them and mm -hmm. make a relationship with them. And, you know, it they get to experience, you know, who, who they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We drove to New Jersey to see Daniel's grandma on his mom's side. And I took a little nap in the car because it was like two hours from Long Island. And I wake up and we're like in Manhattan, like Manhattan, like, like, like Manhattan. And I was like, what mm -hmm. the heck are we doing? Here? <laughs> like the city. And I was like, what are we doing here? And Daniel's like, this is on the way to Jersey. Like we have to pass through here. So it was nice because it was like a little sightseeing. I was like, okay, kids, look, this is Manhattan. <laughs> like, this is that. Here's the Macy's store. Like, it was really cute. Oh, my God. And But we didn't get out or anything because, heck no, it was too chaotic. Um, 
Yeah, and it wasn't like super cloudy with the whole fires and smoke and all that, so that was good. Thank God. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was about my weekend. Now we're ready to dive in. Now we can get into it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Stephanie. So if you guys have been listening, you know that we have been we have been recapping Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And so the third part of the reunion came out last week. Yeah. Um, you you could watch it live on Bravo or you could watch the uncensored extended version on Peacock, which is what I do. And I just it, it it's just to me 10 times better. Yeah. And so same. I'm doing the same with Jersey that premieres tonight mm-hmm. and I'm watching it tomorrow. But I can't wait. I can't wait. So I like to watch it the night that it comes out, and then I watch the extended uncut version the next day. Who has time to watch both of them? I well, cer- I certainly don't. I find time. You find times for the things you love. Okay. Like this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what we're going to do is give a 60-second recap because we have other things to discuss on today's episode. Mm-hmm. 60 seconds each Yeah, uh, recap about Vanderpump Rules. Stephanie is going to start a timer. Yes, because what happens is we're like, oh, let's do a quick recap. And then it's like 19 minutes later, here we are still talking. Oh my so gosh. we're going to give ourselves 60 seconds um, to talk about. Let me get the timer ready. Um and we are going to each give our little synopsis of Vanderpump Reunion. So do, would you like to go first or would you like to go second? No, I would like to go second, please. Okay. So I I'm need going... a second to gather my thoughts. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So I'm going to start my timer now. Okay. So what I took from the whole thing is that I, to almost for a millisecond, felt sorry for Raquel – I feel like this poor girl made a mistake. I understand it. The problem is, is like she is not well. She's not mentally well. So that is where the sympathy for me comes in. Tom is a creep. He deserves everything that he gets. Ariana was hilarious with her, like just the stuff that she was doing. There was a point where I was like, okay, this is a little bit much when she was saying like, you're nothing. Nobody loves you. I wish the worst on you, like that kind of stuff. But then taking into account that this was filmed three weeks after um, she found out about this affair, granted, I understand it. So I just felt like overall was a great season, great reunion. They were a little tough on her. Tom deserved all of that. I feel like he sat there too quiet while this poor girl took the brunt of everything. He's a loser. And I hope that she leaves him. That's it. 60 seconds. Okay. Dang, right on the dot. Crazy. Okay. I'm going to hold up the clock for you so you can see it. Uh, Okay. Once I... Oh, my God. I'm stressed. Oh, my gosh. Once I hit start. Okay. So tell me when you're ready. (coughs) Oh, (laughs) nerf. You have to get ready. Okay. Okay. Ready? And go. Okay. So I completely agree with you. I think that uh, they were a little harsh on her. However, I think she got... The bulk of what she deserved. I mean, this is X amount of months, almost, I think it might be a year that she's been hiding this from one of supposedly one of her best friends. Um, I thought that Ariana really handled herself well. I think that, you know, obviously aside from the comments that she did make to Rachel, um, but Raquel just really sat there looking like 
deer in headlights and just looked like so stoic and had absolutely no reactions. And I was like, you literally look like you don't even care. Um, Tom got everything he deserved. Tom Schwartz is completely uh, complicit. And James Kennedy is hilarious. I love Katie. I'm glad that um, Sheena was able to say her piece. And I hate Tom Sandoval. The end. Nice. Okay. Thank you. We did so good. Um, yeah, so that was that. I think Andy Cohen is a genius. I love him. He's so funny. My my cards. My cards. That was my favorite part. Um, my other favorite part was when she was like, I know you love Harry Potter. That was hilarious. Um Your your one minute is up. Okay, yeah. We're, that's we're not continuing. Okay, we're done. Okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to season eleven. How about you? Do you think okay, yes. last thing about Vanderpump. Do you think Raquel slash Rachel is coming back for season 11? I think they would be dumb not to bring her back, unfortunately. I think that it's going to continue more and more scandal. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it would be really interesting to figure out how they're going to navigate and maneuver the status of all of these relationships. Yeah. I think if they're smart, they would bring her back. However, I'm down to watch just as is. No Tom, no Rachel. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Same, same. Okay, cool. That was great. 60 seconds and we're moving on. All right, so what do you have for us? More like three minutes. It's okay. Um, (laughs) So this episode is actually coming out the day before my birthday. So Day of your birthday. Stop. I asked Daniel that and he was like, no, your birthday's on Saturday. And I'm like, I feel like my birthday's on Friday. Sandoval's a liar. Yeah. Daniel is a liar. My birthday's definitely (laughs) on Friday. Um, so this episode is going to come out on my birthday. Happy birthday to me. I'm going to be turning 37. Uh, I'll drop my cash app in the uh, comments. So if you feel like blessing me with something, feel free. Amen. Um, <laughs> I will tithe from it. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm not kidding. I don't know. We'll see. Usually not for <laughs> gifts, but it's fine. Um, not 10%, maybe 1%. Yeah, maybe a little something, a little extra offering. Um so yeah, Lauren wanted to, I don't know, what do you want to do, Lauren? You wanted to talk about life lessons or ask questions about something? So for my birthday episode, I did 28 things that I learned in my 28 years of life. I'm too um, old however, for that. <laughs> I'm yes, too you old. Are, you, are, you are indeed too old for that. <laughs> um, so we're just going to ask you a few questions. And these questions are um, random from a book that okay. I have. And I don't know the questions, just so you guys know. I have no idea. She she has not been prepped um, about what these questions are, and she has to answer them on the fly. So we're going to do a few. I'm stressed. And then, um, Stephanie, you'll give us a um, heads up when we're getting close to that, like, 45-minute hour mark on the pod, and we'll wrap it up. Okay. Sounds good. I'm ready. Okay. So question number one. Okay. What famous storybook or movie character did you relate to most as a child? As a child? Like, okay, like that it actually played into my life or that it was just one that I just absolutely loved? So you could say how it played into your life or one that you loved. Okay. Whichever. I loved Princess Jasmine. I love her story of just falling in love and this does not apply to my life but like falling in love with someone who is different than she is like different stature different you know upbringing different type of um lifestyle and even after she found out she was still like willing to be with him so I thought that was cool I thought she was gorgeous 
Um, I did love that she, I felt like growing up as a kid, I felt like she looked Hispanic. So I was always like, oh my gosh, like she's so pretty. Like she looks beautiful. She looks like us. She's tan. You know, I did love that. Um, I love that. I don't know. I just loved like her whole story. I don't know. I just love Princess Jasmine. She's it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I did not know this. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that she was your favorite princess. Yes, of course. Who's your favorite princess? Ariel. Ariel. I know. I knew that. Um, Okay. If you could be totally absolved of something you regret, what would you ask forgiveness for? Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. This is not to like, (laughs) this is not to offend anyone, but I, I wish I would have been smarter about getting married so young. Um, not that I feel like it was a mistake because obviously Um, I have my son from that marriage, but I do feel like if I would have waited and been more mature, I feel like life would have been different, you know, where I feel like Mm -hmm. I could have been a better spouse at that age. I feel like I could have made better decisions, things like that. So it's like no offense to that person, but I feel like I could have been better had I waited, I was so young. I was so immature. I was so just like oblivious to certain things. Right. Um, so I guess my first marriage, <laughs> I don't know and how that, to like say that, but in that, a nice ladies way. and gentlemen, is what we call growth. Yeah. Yeah. For real. And, and like, it, I, it is. yeah, there was a point even like when years later, I'm talking like years later, um, I think it was like right before I started, I got together with Daniel. I actually apologized to my ex-husband and I was just like, hey, yeah, I was like, hey, I have done a lot of like self-reflection and a lot of growth on myself and learning about who I am. And I want to apologize that I was not the spouse that I should have been at that time. But, you know, what's gone is gone. So but I did want to take my responsibility of that, you know, situation. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Okay, next question. If you had $150,000 to create a space that was all your own and you could set it up any way that you want, what features would it have and why? Okay, so it would definitely have a bed because I love to like either work from my bed or watch TV from my bed. So it would definitely have a bed. It would definitely have a bomb TV, like huge. Um, It would have an amazing like workstation. So I'm talking like a bunch of monitors, a gorgeous desk. It would have a lot of plants. So it would have like a full like like a greenhouse kind of vibe where there's like different plants and like different things like that. Um it would this be This sounds cozy. Yeah, it would have like a lot of windows. It would of course have a bathroom. Um what other features? It would have heated floors cuz I don't like I like to not walk barefoot. But if I have to walk barefoot, I want it to be like warm. So it would have heated floors. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's why I haven't built my house yet because like everything <laughs> I like is so freaking expensive. Um, let me think what else. And it would have like a little dog bed for cash, like a nice little space um, for him. You, you have another dog. Yeah, but he doesn't like chill with me during the day. Like cash is literally like my shadow. He follows me mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, so it would have like a cute little chill area for cash too. Cute. I love that for you. Yeah. I love that for me too. I'd love to have that one day. (laughs) 
if you were to take a how-to class, what would the class be for? A how-to? It could be like how to be no I got dancing. it no I'm not trying okay, go. I'm not trying to do all that I'm trying oh, okay. to <laughs> how to make the most money by doing the bare minimum <laughs> oh my god that sounds yeah. fantastic no to I'm be just honest. kidding <laughs> no I <laughs> I would want a class on how to like and I'm sure that they have stuff like this but like how to travel like without spending a lot of money so like how to like I know we do like travel points and things like that so we kind of maneuver the point system a little bit and stuff like we know how to navigate it but really really I love following like TikToks and like Instagrams on how to travel like the best bang for your buck almost you know yeah um, I love so that. it would be like a how to travel for cheap class I guess that's awesome because girl I love to travel but I'm so okay cheap too next question okay a hundred years from now what a monument is built in your honor describe in detail the quintessentially you act that's immortalized in marble or bronze well it's gonna be in marble um okay. what does that mean like like so what what is it gonna look some, like what is it gonna say yeah what's something that makes you you and like or it can be an act like for me let's say it would be like showing up for people or being there yeah. helping somebody yeah um I would hope that it would say like amazing mom I would hope it would say something about being an amazing mom um, I hope it would say something about being a champion of like people in my life that I motivated them in some way. I don't really know. I feel like I feel like I'm so young. I feel like that's hard to I mean, I'm not like super young, but I'm only 37, you know, so I feel like mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to say right now, to be honest, just maybe about okay. being a good mom and showing up for my friends i'm not really sure gotcha you let me know because i won't be here <laughs> oh my god i'll make sure oh, it's you done. won't be here in 100 years either <laughs> so mm, rip <laughs> <laughs> okay on uh in regards to social media okay how how has it expanded you as a person and how do you think it has impacted you negatively um hmm I feel like it's impacted me to honestly strive. I really do. I feel like it's impacted me to strive. Mm -hmm. I follow a lot of accounts like um, about parenting. I follow a lot of stuff about just um, like your business and how to like grow your business and things like that, which everybody has a different field that they're in. But I think for me with being in real estate and trying to like be business owners, like I feel like. I try to follow stuff like that. So I definitely feel like it would definitely, it definitely impacts me in that way where I find a lot of advice, motivation, things like that through it. Um, when it comes to negativity, a lot of it is just things that I allow myself to take negatively. I don't necessarily think that anyone or any account is like putting out things that I'm like, oh, this is so negative for me. 
Um, I think beauty standards would be one that I would probably take as like a negative and not because anybody's like making me feel that way just because of my own insecurities. I start to be like, dang, like I want to look like that, but I don't want to go to the gym seven days a week, you know, like just things like that where it's just like, not that I'm comparing myself to them, but I'm just like, man, I wish I had that motivation. Could I have it? Sure. Do I have it? No. (laughs) So it's just like, (laughs) those are the things that I feel like that might be a little bit of a negative, but that's because I'm allowing for it to be a negative, not because of, you know, the person that's posting it in a sense. So yeah, that probably would be. Mm -hmm. If your house were burning down and you could rescue three things purely based on sentimental value, not practical things like your phone, your wallet, your children, you know, computer, et cetera. What would you rescue and why? Um, I would rescue our photo albums. I have a lot of photo albums of mine and Daniel's and the kids. So definitely rescue our photo albums. Um, I don't really have like a lot of sentimental things, to be honest. Like Really? mm -mm. Like our photo albums. um, Like my jewelry, I guess. I mean, I don't know if that's like that's sentimental to me but like my jewelry um my blanket like that's pretty much it (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) obviously my blanket I cannot let her burn that would be so sad um but yeah I don't keep like a lot of sentimental stuff like a lot of the stuff that I have is like material things you know like it's not of course like I love my shoes and I love like my computer and things like that, but like sentimental, that stuff can be replaced, you know? But I guess yeah. like our photo albums and my jewelry and my blanket, that can't be replaced. I, I mean, that. I guess the your jewelry, jewelry could be. The jewelry could be replaced. It would be so expensive to replace it though. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh mm, I'm going to take that. Dead. Do you have like a lot of sentimental things that you would take? Um... So the the book that I'm reading this from mm-hmm. is actually a book for couples. Mm. Um, so Juan and I filled out this question, um, but I put my Grammy blanket, our wedding album, and my wedding flowers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have any yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, because I have my mom made my flowers and resin, so mm-hmm. I have that. Just our wedding album and then the blanket that I took from grandma's apartment when she passed. Yeah. So we both would have a blanket. That's cute. We'd be nice and warm together. <laughs> we had blankets and we have and photos. photos. Yeah. That's it. I mean, outside of that, there's really nothing else. Okay. These if are hard. Could... I know. Oh my gosh. They're, ma- they're meant to, to get you thinking. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Ooh, I like this question. Yeah. Who would who would be on your Mount Rushmore of timeless favorite musical artists and why? You can oh only gosh. pick four of them. Okay. Definitely Bruno Mars. Okay. Kelly Clarkson. Obviously. Morgan Wallen. Oh my God. Interesting. Bruno Mars, Kelly Clarkson, Morgan Wallen. And Justin Bieber. The Biebs? The Biebs. I'm not I'm not surprised at the Biebs actually. Yeah, Justin Bieber, Kelly Clarkson, Morgan Wallen, and Bruno Mars. 
That's like epic, to be honest. I, I have to say, people would be surprised to hear that um, the Jonas Brothers were not on my Mount Rushmore answer. Stop. Who was on yours? The Weeknd. Oh, I cannot stand him. I hate his. Daddy, Daddy Yankee. Mm-hmm. Luke Combs. Of course. And Lil Wayne. You know what's so crazy about all, both of ours? They're so different. Like, you so have different. like a reggaetonero, you have a rapper, you have Country. The Weeknd. I don't know what he is. He's, and, he's like R- R&B, hip-hop. Yeah, and then Country, wild. And then I have Country, pop, Biebs, pop, and then Bruno is like classic. He's just everything. He's also pop. But he's like everything. Okay, so pop is your favorite genre. He's everything. So it seems. He's everything. Oh, my God. He could be like classic. He could be R&B. He could be pop. He could be maybe not rap. But he can be like 80s, 70s. Like he's just, he's everything. Interesting. That's a good one. If you could single-handedly raise a million dollars through charity, what would be your cause and why? Oh. I always told Daniel this. I was like, I wish that I could work for like a nonprofit organization. And Mm -hmm. like if money wasn't an option, like if I didn't have to make money and I could work for like a nonprofit, um, I would love to do that. And I honestly think it would be like something around families. Um, I love Habitat for Humanity. I love what they do. I love that they build homes. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze and I coughed. My um, God. Sorry. I love that they build homes for families. I love that they – I don't know if you've ever done anything with them before, but we've built during Love Week. Um, we've done it, and it's so cool because the person getting the house has to put in, like, X amount of, like, sweat equity into mm-hmm. the actual house itself, which I love. I think That's it's so awesome. Cool. Yeah, because I think it brings together, like – the person getting the house, their family putting work into it, and also like just not having this burden of like the cost of it too, you know, right. it gives like people a place to live. So I would definitely, definitely, definitely do something like Habitat for Humanity, where it just is giving people a home and surrounding it around family and just making it easier for families to like stay together, be together, and be able to thrive with each other. I love that. Yeah. Give me a million dollars, guys. I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What specific spiritual or religious beliefs resonate most with who you are at your core? Um, Gosh. Um, I think grace. I think like the concept. I put grace too. Stop. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I put grace too. I think the concept of grace is just like, and the practice of grace is so important. And I feel like it's so, um, it's so underrated. Yeah. And it's also like vital, honestly, like to have any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship, a uh, marriage, a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, anything, mother, son, mother, daughter, like sisters, anything, there has to be grace involved on both sides because we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt one another intentionally or unintentionally. And I feel like without grace, how do you continue that relationship? How do you like survive without it? 
you know, right. like we're constantly making mistakes, we're constantly falling short. And it's just like, grace is the factor that keeps us together, it keeps us united, it keeps us um, right. just with this feeling of like, I'm not a total failure, you know, I still can 100%. fall and not be enough and and have grace fill in the gap for me you know so absolutely that is like the most important thing for me yeah I love that I love that because we we tend to have a very and I know you and I are very similar in this that if there's ever somebody that we know that's struggling or going through something we tend to operate in a no judgment zone Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they just deserve grace sure Yep. They absolutely. just need grace. And that's that's the key. Yep. All right. This is we're at the 40 minute mark. So this is gonna be the last question. And then we're gonna just wrap her up. So this is actually in the book number 37. Okay. So very, very um pivotal. Okay. And this question is actually about children. And okay. so this is called As Told by Moms. Okay. So here we are. All right. I love it. What's the most important belief you want to teach or want others to teach today's children and why? Hmm. Today's children have it really hard. We were just having this conversation with some family over the weekend and they have like such a level of exposure Mm -hmm. that is just wild that we didn't have to deal with growing up. And it's hard because they're just so overly exposed to so much. So I think the biggest thing would just be like, be true to who God has called you to be. And I think that that looks different for everyone. And I think just being firm in your beliefs will be so like vital um, whatever that is, honestly, because everybody's raised differently. Every household is different. Every one comes from different backgrounds and different things. But like, if right. you can stand firm in what you believe, then I feel like that is something that it's just lost right now. You know, I think right. a lot of people are so heavily influenced by stuff. And I feel like the fact that we have a job description that is literally called influencer that a lot right. of people put on their resumes right now. It's just crazy because we live in such a, a, a society of influence and it's right. literally people's jobs to influence you to purchase something or think a certain way or look a certain way, you know, and it's just crazy. So I would love for the kids of today to be taught like an immovable belief in themselves and just in what they genuinely believe, you know? So, but the kids have it so hard right now. (laughs) Like, it's so crazy to think about, like, just being a kid in today's society when there's just so much, like, going on. It's just wild. Like, I think about it and I'm so thankful that I'm not a child right now, but I'm also, it's so scary to know that I'm raising children right now. You know, so. I I think it is very interesting that, um, you know, you say that they that they have it hard and it's like psychologically and, you know, spiritually, they definitely do. 
and that it's like packaged physically mm-hmm. that they just assume that everything comes easy to them yeah that they don't have to work hard that there are so many so many other things that they feel entitled to that are just given to them and sure. things like that it's so it's it's interesting yeah because they I feel like kids nowadays like they won't know what a struggle is no. like they don't they don't know how like what hard work could be or is or mm-hmm. where it could get you yeah and uh, like you said like they're so easily influenced by you know the things of this world and people and their friends and you know I do agree that standing firm on on what you believe in you know like you said whatever that is is so critical especially when I feel like peer pressures I don't it's always been around but I feel like it's at an all-time high yeah um, because you have to put on this type of facade you know to yeah but you're also but you're also not being peer pressured like how we were so for us growing up it's like you're being peer pressured by what the 10 people that you see on a daily basis or the 30 40 people in your class like or even the thousand people in your school now they're being influenced by millions of people at the, people online yeah, and- at the at their at their hand you know like in their mm-hmm. hand on their phone like the influence level is just so crazy right now and it's like unlike anything else and it's not yeah. even influence that they have to seek out it's there in ads it's there everywhere you can open your phone you can turn on the tv you can do whatever and it's like everything is like trying to convince you of something whether right. it's you need to buy something, whether it's you're not good enough, whether it's you're not skinny enough, you are not fat enough, you are not smart enough, you are not beautiful enough, like all of these things. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like I can't imagine not having a firm mindset and and being exposed to these things. Because even with what I feel like I'm pretty set in my ways at 37, even mm-hmm. I'm influenced like, right. you know, and it's just like, even as an adult, we have to worry and check ourselves of like, okay, am I doing this because I genuinely want to, or because I feel like influenced because so-and-so is doing it or so-and-so right. did it, you know, like, it's just crazy to me. Right. And parents have it, you know, double because they not only have to check themselves, yeah. but they have to check their kids. Yeah. And you're, and you're constantly having to put like parental controls and Mm-hmm. control the exposure of the certain things that they see like even yep. ads in free games mm-hmm. are you crazy, know, crazy. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's too like when you have kids of different ages it's wild because like it, what noah what we worry about with noah and what we try to you know help protect him on is totally different than the things of jackson and noah's right. getting to a point where he's like starting to form like his thoughts and his like beliefs and what he stands for and what he, you know, he, he knows he has a foundation of that stuff. And so for him, like there's times that he'll say something and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Noah, I love that you said that, you know? And it's just like, but with Jackson, he's so heavily influenced. He's so heavily Mm -hmm. influenced and Noah wasn't like that. So for me, it's like, okay, now we have to be even more careful of what Jackson's exposed to because Like even an example, he came home one day, I picked him up from school and he was like, mom, can you get me prime? And I was like, what the heck is prime? And it's like, I was like, I feel like it's an energy drink, but let me look it up. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care. So then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, it's like a Gatorade type thing. Like it's Mm -hmm. like electrolytes or whatever. 
Come to find out, it's actually like almost like a it's like an energy drink mixed with like a Gatorade type thing. Jake Paul is the one that like actually came yeah. out with it. It's his drink. Yeah. A kid died from it recently because it was like too much for them, a seven-year-old. And Jackson was telling me that like his friends were all asking like, oh, have you ever tasted Prime? And I have, and I've tasted this one and that one. And when they asked Jackson, he was like, oh yeah, I've tasted it before. It's so good. And he said he said that because he wanted to seem cool because everyone had tasted it and he hadn't. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh no. Oh my like he's going to be, he's seven guys. Like he's seven years old and he That's already crazy. feels the need to say that he's experienced something even as simple as an energy drink. He already feels the need to say that to feel cool. And I'm oh just like, gosh. oh God. Yeah. So we have to be really careful with him because I know that he is already heavily influenced in that stuff. Right. So uh, Levi, I don't know yet. He's just influenced by Jackson. Like that's basically <laughs> it. Like whatever Jackson does, he wants to do and stuff like that. Even when we go out to eat now, I'm like, Levi, what do you want to drink? And he's like, uh, Jackson, what are you having to drink? Like he'll ask Jackson first. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. Um, so yeah, it's just different levels of, of knowing your kids' personalities, but at the end of the day, it's all comes down to influence and how they're influenced and it's freaking scary, man. It, hate it. It is very scary. I hate it here. It is very <laughs> scary. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. It's so hard. There's days that Daniel and I look at each other and we're like, man, freaking parenting is so dang hard. Like tired, tired of helping people become decent People. human beings <laughs> right it's hard mm. man could, could not be me <laughs> it will be you though eventually Oof. it will be Oof. Mm. so yeah. and two ways all right well, well that's that's all that we have for today everybody on uh when this episode is released go wish stephanie a happy 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 birthday she's gonna be 37 year old 37 years old crazy town crazy. can't believe it Three more years until my 40th. Oof. I'm planning a big bash. Uh, Not like a party, just like a trip. (laughs) Obviously, you'll be there. Okay, you guys are here first. I'll Mm. be there, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, she'll be there for my 40th. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but it's going to be epic. Um... So again, happy 37th birthday. Thank you. Obviously, we all love you here at S Told by Moms. All two people, (laughs) one of them including yourself. (laughs) Totally love myself, 100%. (laughs) Um, But anything that you want to say before we close out? No, I'm thankful for 37 years of life. I'm excited for what's to come. And yeah, I'm just grateful that God has given me 37 years on this earth. Amen. Well, as always, you can find this episode on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You could also go to our fake website. (laughs) Don't Uh, go to our website. (laughs) Stop telling people about our website that doesn't exist. I'm just kidding. Don't go to our website. You can go to our Instagram instead yep. at As Told by Moms. Yep. And you can find out all the things there. Uh, we will see you guys again in two weeks yep. uh, when we have a very special guest. And we'll be releasing who that is in the next few days. Yep. Um, but until then, bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>